Hey there, welcome back. You are listening to The DM with Audrey Brienne and Tyree. On last week's episode, we reviewed the show Love, Victor, which you should definitely check out. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing Inventing Anna. Okay, so I can get right into this. Guys, we watched Inventing Anna. I hope you've watched it and you're listening to this because like, it's a wild show. It's such a good plot. So it released on February 11th. It's a new release this year and it's created by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda, as I'm sure most of you know, is a huge force in the industry. Shonda is responsible for Grey's Anatomy, um is it how to get away with murder is another one of hers and she's just very inspiring and so this is a work by her directed by so just to kind of preference the directors there were separate directors like many directors on this like everybody either did one to two episodes that she selected she's got like a team of people so there were several but the main one was david frankel he did two episodes and so other people did the uh, the following two until the end of the series. And the costumes were designed by Laura Fracron and Lynn Peo. Lynn is known for How to Get Away with Murder, Little Fires Everywhere, Scandal, Shameless, ER, and The West Wing. And then Laura, she is known for assistant costume designing on shows like How to Get Away with Murder, The Boys in the Band, and Sorry for Your Loss. So this is a very... It's a big production, this sounds like. A lot of people were on this. And like Shonda has done with past projects, it looks like she's brought people on from other works that she's done before. Like she seems like if she um, clicks with you and you do your job well, that she she brings along people for the ride. So that's nice to see. Yeah, that's amazing. So the plot of Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna is an American drama miniseries created and produced by Shonda Rhimes, and it is on Netflix. And this is inspired by the story of Anna Sorokin, who had an article written about her in The New York titled How Anna Delvey Tricked New York's Party People by Jessica Pressler. So under the name Anna Delvey, Russian-born Anna Sorokin was able to con members of New York City's upper crest into believing she is a German heiress with access to a huge fortune. She uses a persona to receive hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash and goods and services. And she like cons like majority of New York and everyone around her just by like living this socialite lifestyle like she dresses very nice she had a trainer she's in hotels and she was always like my father my father my father's not gonna like this so anna delby sorokin was played by julie garner anna was in her mid-20s when this first started going on she was russian born she's a fraudster she deceived many people like hotels banks lawyers And basically, she ended up with charges up to $275,000. And the cool thing is, this is cool or not cool, but 
in real life, she refused to go into like her hearing until she had like a wardrobe picked out for her. So it was kind of cool to see how they did that with her wardrobe. And then like she had a friend basically create this like Instagram wardrobe of her. And I believe it said that they had over 3,000 outfits for her. And she wore like Alexander McQueen. She wore Dior. She wore Michael Kors. What else did she wear? She wore um, like like Victoria Beckham. Yeah. So the next person we're going to talk about is Vivian Kent. She's played by Anna Klumski. And so Vivian was the journalist that released the story. She was a pregnant woman. And basically she like devoted her like life to this like story. She would go to the jail. Her husband was like tired of hearing about Anna Delvey. And um, she really fought to write this story. I guess there was like this kind of editor's corner that the old editors go to die <laughs> because they don't get the good stories anymore. But like all the people in this corner like helped her out to write this story and to research this story. And um, they did that up until she had the baby. So the next person that we're going to talk about is Rachel Williams. And Rachel Williams is played by Katie Lowe's. And Katie, in reiterating what Audrey said about Shondaland, is Katie is actually from Scandal. So it's kind of cool that she's acting again with Shonda. And so Rachel was a photo editor from Vanity Fair. She was Anna's best friend. And she got conned $62,000. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like, I, I, don't under- <laughs> I don't understand how no one could con me out of $62,000. Let's just be clear on that. But um, I guess they went to Marrakesh and Anna's credit card had an issue. So Rachel used her company credit card from Vanity Fair. And like, she was just like, oh, it's going to be a hold, right? But then they actually ran her credit card. So she was having trouble getting that money back. And Rachel actually released a real life Vanity Fair article about her friendship with Anna. So like that was kind of one of the stories that came out. I don't know if she was still working there or after she got like fired and let go, but that was one of the stories in addition to the real story that like came out. Wild. Uh, I know. I know. That's crazy. Another person is Neff Davis. Neff is played by Alexis Floyd. And Neff is like kind of a cool girl. She was like the barista or like a concierge person at the hotel. So like she saw dollar signs and she was like, I'm going to help this girl out. Like I'm getting all of her money. But like she's a New Yorker. Like I feel like Neff is like a real New Yorker. Like she got conned, but not like she got her money back. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she got it back in cash. So she was a filmmaker. She worked at the hotel. And Neff was actually the person that created Anna's courtroom style Instagram. So she went to go visit Anna in jail. And then, like, when Anna was like having a fit about not having an outfit, like, Neff was like, okay, she needs an outfit. And then she was responsible for like snapping that first photo. And then everyone was like, oh my God, Anna's court style is like so legit 
Ooh, which we will talk about. Like, what did you, I guess that's a question I have. Like, what did you think of her court style on the sh- in real life and how they recreated it on the show? So apparently in real life, I didn't really know who she was because yeah. like, I mean, this story, I feel like this kind of happens all the time. People get scammed out of money. Like, yeah. but it's cool that they did her court style. So apparently the costume designers did thorough like research and if they couldn't find the outfit that Anna wore, they like recreated it. And so I think that they did really good in her costumes. Like Julie looks like the real life person. So I think that they did good on her courtroom style. What do you think? I think they, I mean, it's almost exact. And some of the pieces, you know, they went as far as to to use like Poshmark and sites like that, like upcycle sites to actually get the exact pieces. Because these weren't, um, as much as she was, you know, pretending to be an heiress and stuff, she wasn't in like, you know, one of one couture. So a lot of this was ready to wear. And yes, it was older, but like, Again, if you just kind of scour the internet, you could find some of these pieces still out there and available to purchase. So I like that they put the legwork in to do that because I just think that shows a lot of dedication to getting it right. And yeah, if you look side by side at the pictures, I mean, you can tell someone did their research, like it's carbon copy. And, you know, what's cool is they said that for things that they couldn't get the exact of they would just replicate it as as closely as possible through photos but i mean they must have had high quality resolution because like like i said it's exact so i thought they did a, a great job um on a personal level do i like anna's wardrobe it's fine but like it's not what you would like if i was thinking of some like what is she german heiress she's a german heiress but she was russian Oh, okay. But like, I just think that I would have expected more things like Chanel, Chloe, Celine, like just, you know, high end stuff. Like a Victoria Beckham trousers, nice. Like that, that is more along the lines. But like, I mean, some of her stuff, like, weren't some of her things like very not, and I don't mean this is a bad way, but some of her things were very accessible. Well, I I think that's how she got so far, like playing along is like, they said like she would wear like the same black dress and then just like accessorize it well. Or like she would be wearing kind of like the same outfits, but know how to, but she conned that one lady out of her like Neiman's card for like (laughs) 200 something thousand dollars. Yeah. So I think that like, she, she's obviously good at what she does with the conning and yeah, she kept it pretty real with her, her wardrobe. You know, it looks like there's like Michael Kors and, and theory, like she, she was throwing in accessible and affordable brands with the high end. She wasn't wearing head to toe designer. And I I think that that's realistic. I think if she's going to scam, at least she got that part right. Cause that might bring up, if you're doing that every single day, like wearing just high end and contour, I do think it would start to raise questions, especially if you're having troubles paying for things and running into these like obstacles that she was, I think it would have raised more red flags. Cause like people would have been like okay but your outfits are like you know easily 20k plus and then like you can't pay for like a hotel room like come on (laughs) yeah 
Um, the last person that I wanted to mention was Casey Duke, and Casey was played by Laverne Cox. And Casey is a personal trainer, so she was Anna's personal trainer and life coach. And Anna paid her four thousand five hundred dollars in cash. Another New Yorker, like she wasn't getting had, so she got cash. She tried to stage like an intervention, and when stuff started going south in Marrakesh, she left early. So she was like. Also, Casey is a real life personal trainer. Like I looked her up and she like trains like Denzel Washington. She's like a real trainer. So I think that that is kind of cool. Like she, Anna was like in with the in people pretty much. <laughs> and I kind of wanted to say like, I don't know. I feel like people are like, they deserved it. Like rich people, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't necessarily think these people deserve to get scammed. I I agree with that point of view. It is as a spectator. I think it's easy for us to be like, we would never, but do understand that there's a reason why things like cults exist and why like scammers exist. Like there's people out there that are susceptible and gullible to these things. And it maybe we can't imagine ourselves doing it because it doesn't necessarily tick our box of things that would make us believe somebody. I think it's just a matter of someone hitting that like sweet spot with each each of us of like, oh, I trust this person or like they seem mm-hmm. legit. Like, I think if you can like convince someone of that, you can fake quite a bit of things with people. So I just don't I guess what my thing is, is like I, I was a little judgy watching the show, but I kind of scaled it back because I was like, well, these people aren't like ignorant. These are people with careers like we're talking Vanity Fair writers and like trainers and stuff. And so like clearly these people had some common sense. But I think that Anna did a really I, I just think she did a really good job doing a one over on these people. I think that's part of the wonder of all of this is like, how did these people who are educated and not like your average person you think would be like gullible? How did they get taken so like badly, you know? Yeah. Also, I think like once you fly in a circle, it's like, oh, she was with. Um, I don't remember that one lady's name, but she was like huge in the New York scene. And then she was talking to the guy that did Fire Festival. So I think like once you get people like, oh, do you know Anna? Oh, do you know Anna? Then they're they're using their judgment to trust this person to like reference. So I think it's like she got in somehow and then she just like used that. Do you remember? <laughs> sorry, side talk about it. Do you remember when she was on the yacht and she didn't get off. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, how bold could you, like, how bold yeah, are you to do that? Situations where I was like, what is going on? I was just going to say, when the fire festival guy showed up, like his little brief cameo in it, I, I was screaming because I was just like, of course, you two scammers know each other. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I thought that was a really, and it's not like a funny detail they just threw in. Apparently, like they really did like run in the same, yeah. like cross paths. And, and I was just like, so I guess upper parts and portions of upper New York society are very easily susceptible to deceivement, I guess. Yeah. I have one more fun fact. I was watching this interview with Laura, the costume designer. And when she went to Greece, when Anna went to Greece and she was wearing like that red Valentino dress, she had a Dior bag that said Anna. And they got that bag right before lockdown. Like it was like a last minute thing that like 
it had her name on it. It was Dior. So like, I thought that was kind of cool. Like they were sourcing to the last minute pretty much. Yeah, no, that's a really cool, like fun fact. I I just think it's very apparent once you do even just like surface level research on this show that they had a very dedicated costume department. I think the costumes were a character in themselves in recreating this story because they were so like spot on with it. I think that only further helps this series be effective and be as popular as it was because like it was kind of eerie I suppose to like you'd be watching the show and you'd go online and you were like oh like she her hair really did look like that and like she really did wear those glasses all the time like it was just really I think hair and makeup did a, a wonderful job recreating at least with Anna's character I didn't really look outside of the other characters of how like uh, you know on point they were but with Anna and Julie's wardrobe that was an undertaking and I think they did a really really nice job of representing it yeah and with that we will start our review of the red carpet we've got Julie Garner and Laverne Cox is who we are talking about today as they are the two that attend the most red carpets Julie is an Emmy winner she's winning awards left and right for her work in Ozark I think that she's gonna not only be nominated but I think that she'll probably win something of importance for her work in inventing Anna and so we can start with her first look. Okay, so Julie is styled by Elizabeth Salzman, and Elizabeth is known for Gwyneth Paltrow, Saoirse Ronan, Cara Delamine, and she's such an amazing stylist. But the first look that we're going to talk about is the 2021 Met Gala. Julie is wearing Stella McCartney. She's also wearing an Adidas bodysuit with Swarovski crystals. And Giuseppe's Zanati heels and Harry Winston jewelry. So this dress is sleeveless. It has a mock turtleneck. Underneath, you can see the Adidas bodysuit that has cutouts at her shoulder and a cutout at her waist. It's like a sheer gown. It goes all the way to the floor. It's tailored perfectly. And yeah, like, what do you think of this look? I love it. It's sheer, which like I am so into a sheer moment. So like if you're a hater of sheer, <laughs> talk to me. I love this. I love the cutout. I love that we can see the cute little bodysuit from underneath. She always looks like Madonna from Who's That Girl. So it's like she's just got that kind of nailed down. I don't I don't know if she purposely goes for that look when her pearls are out, but like super cute. I do have a fun fact about Julie that her ears aren't pierced. So in the show and like on the red carpet, when she wears earrings, they're clip-on earrings. I love this. And I know that Stella McCartney did a collab with Adidas. So I wonder if that bodysuit is Stella McCartney and probably is. And I absolutely love this. It looks very simple, chic, very effortless. Mm -hmm. The next look that we're going to talk about is from February 2022. It's actually an appearance on Jimmy Fallon. And she is wearing a Prada dress with Prada shoes. It is kind of similar to the last dress. It's sheer. It has a bodysuit under it. It has a pussy bowl. Um, it's sleeveless. And it's just like super chic. What do you think of this? 
It's very like Audrey Hepburn. Like it's very like old Hollywood just because I think of that, that placebo that's going on at top. I love the sheer. She is very cute in these little sheer numbers because she makes them, she makes them regal and like relevant and fashionable because some people with sheer, it is just tragic. It goes more tacky even sometimes. And like they're doing a good job, her and Elizabeth and whomever else is involved in her looks of their selection of undergarments. Like they're doing a really nice job of showing how you do sheer in a classic way that is, I don't know that it's accessible because a lot of people still kind of like frown on like sheer or just don't feel comfortable in it. But they are showing that like you can cover up but still have something where it's like you can see through the undergarments. But yeah, they're doing a, a good job. I would really be curious like who these undergarments belong to because they are effective. Yeah. And I like that she does like bodysuits. So it's not like just like her, like they match the tone of her skin very well. And then like, it's not like off putting to the dress. It just looks like it's supposed to be there. So I like how they do like the matching of the tones. Totally. Yeah. They do a good job. The next dress that we're going to talk about is 2021 Golden Globes. I believe she won this evening. Um, (laughs) She's wearing this Prada dress. It is very deep V, a plunging neckline. It's a cream color. It's sleeveless. It has like a black strip that is plunging. It looks like it's like has a beaded belt to it. And then the dress goes all the way to the ground. It's pleated and it has like this like beading detail that matches this. She's wearing cuffs and earrings. She has a red lip. What are your thoughts on this? It's very flapper style, like extremely 20s, like because it's got that deep, deep V-neck and the like low drop shoulder, like the very slouchy look. So it reminded me of the roaring 20s, like right away Um, Mm. for her. This works. And I I know that I said I prefaced it with for her. I don't mean that shady, like in a shady way. It's just um, I I think for her, it works. I think that they looked at her style, stature, and just overall look and were able to see that she can pull off this particular style of dress because it could come off costumey on others. I think that's all it is. This is just that like it could look more like a costume on another um, actor. And I think that she just really owned this look and made it powerful. I like she's got a little power stance going on with her hands on her hips. Like, I just think she's really cute and adorable in this. What about you? Um, I am not crazy about this look. I think that obviously she looks great in a lot of stuff that she wears. I think that it's too big. I think there's like too much fabric. It kind of like swallows her a little bit. I mean, it looks nice. Like, it looks good on her. Like, her collarbones look great. But I just think like, there's just too much fabric. And I'm interested to see, because, or well, we're never going to see this, but there weren't Golden Globes. She was at her house. So, like, yeah. we couldn't see, like, it on the red carpet. But um, it's not really my favorite. It's okay. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the, the last... <laughs> Look that we're going to talk about is the 2021 Critics' Choice Awards. And Julie is wearing Christopher John Rogers and Tamara Mellon shoes. And this dress is absolutely amazing. I think that Elizabeth said that she saw it in a magazine and it just made her feel like happy. So this dress is 
a kind of like a sweater dress and it's full full length sleeves. It stops at her ankles. It's striped. So it's like blue, black, blue, blue. It has peach and pink and yellow. It's just like a very happy like sweater dress. I love it. What are your thoughts on this? What I will say about this dress, because I don't like it on a personal level. What I think, though, is that it is very highly editorial. It's really Mm -hmm. effective in photos. So I could see this being very popular amongst the likes of like In Style, Allure and like Elle magazine, like that type of magazine is going to like this dress. It's just it's very strong photogenically. So as much as I don't like it and it's more again, it's just personal because of like color way and stuff. I'm not going to say that it's a bad look by any means because of that because I do look at it and I see right away how just effective it is in a photo how about you I love it and I think that's how she found it was in a photo of a magazine um Mm -hmm. in an editorial and I mean that makes complete sense and the critics choice awards were I think she again she was at her house so like it photographs very well I could see this as like more of like a press dress like press parents maybe not on a red carpet but I think that she looks great and I think that it's cool that her first three dresses were like her skin tone or like kind of like a nude color and this was like kind of like very bright and colorful yeah no I I do like it like I I like it but I like it for editorial (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so our next and last actor we are going to talk about their red carpet is Miss Laverne Cox. You know her from Orange is the New Black is kind of her her claim to fame, but we are going to talk about her Oscars look first from the 2022 Oscars actually, where she is and I have to preface this with this is my friend, so like I'm very proud mm. of him for this moment. She's wearing bespoke August Getty Atelier and like I am just I love that I even just got to say that August is a wonderful friend. He is a great collaborator. I've had the honor of working with him and his team before. So I I was really proud of him at the moment that he got this and I'm still proud of him after it. I think that for him being such a newer designer, because he hasn't even been around like 10 years, you know, I think this is a huge get for him. And I think that he did a really nice introduction into formal wear along the lines of like Oscar bespoke wear. Cause he doesn't do a total, like he doesn't do a lot of bespoke. Like that's definitely very like rare that he does it. And I think they just got it right. Like she's got on this, uh, it looks like she's got on a strapless black, it looks velvet long gown and it's got an asymmetrical neckline. So on one side, it's a little pointed and the other side slopes down a bit across her chest and shows a lot of like skin and negligee. And then she's got this like puffy, it looks like a, um, like it's a puffy shawl, but it's huge. Like it's, <laughs> it's, looks like a train of sorts. Like it's almost kind of like cape slash train ish is what it's like doing in its effectiveness. And then she's got her hair up in a little like kind of messy top knot. I'm assuming, yeah, she does have on some jewelry. She's got some rings on. It looks like they went with platinum or silver for this. She's got a drop earring on and they went with like a little pink lip, but it's not like bubblegum pink. Like it's a very complimentary paint to her her skin tone and I believe that year I remember like reading about her she made some best dress lists that year like I remember like people like this look what did you think Tyree um 
At first, I think I was like a little on the fence about this, but looking at the image and like thinking about just like 2022, 2010, 2030, I think that this is like a very classic dress. Like you wouldn't know what year it was and like she looks amazing. And then, yeah, I think her body looks nice. I'm glad that they did like a fresh face. Like she's not wearing too much jewelry. And yeah, I kind of love it. I actually like it a lot more. Aw, congrats to you, August. This was a wonderful (laughs) look. The next look that we are going to talk about is the 2022 Grammy Awards, where she is wearing archival John Galliano from autumn, winter 2007. So, um... Excuse me with your little archive dress, but I think that's great. I, I designers will anyone who I have worked with is probably like, yes, yeah, she will. But I will bother a designer about some archival access. Like <laughs> I love it. I live for it. It's so cool each and every time that like a designer allows access to their archives. I just really like digging through like the past. So I think that was, I I, I would imagine anyways, that it would be very fun for her stylist. She is wearing a black short sleeve gown that is sheer all the way throughout underneath. It's like, she's got a high it's black by the way. And underneath she's got a black high brief on. And then it's got like, um, this might be a bodysuit cause I see straps attached to it. So it looks like it's a bodysuit with cutouts on the side. That's a high waist style with like a plunge neck to it. And, uh, not spaghetti straps, but like tank top straps on it. It's short sleeve on the top, sheer and lace. And then at the bottom of the skirt, it's just all sheer, no lace going on. Kisses the ground the way that it should with the tailoring. She is wearing a T-strap, closed-toed black shoe. And I think the real pop here for the Grammys for it to be kind of wild since people like go all out is her hair. She is wearing a purple hairstyle for this. It's a half up, half down with a little black like net in her hair. Uh, what do you think? Um... <laughs> I actually like I like the like um net like fascinator thing. I do like that it's John Galliano. Like I don't even know how or they got this dress. Like I feel like that's one of those things where you have to like beg for it. Um but, like that's a long time ago. But like again with this dress, I don't know if she meant to do like this like black like classic theme. It's like you don't know what year this would be, and like she looks like she fits perfectly. Honestly, I know that Laverne like loves bodysuits. So like showing off her body with this like mesh overlay, it looks really good. So I'm going to say that I love this as well. <laughs> what do you think of this? I I love the archival part of it. Y'all aren't going to get me to get off this train. <laughs> Um, I just think that part of it alone makes this very special. I like to see how people reimagine older looks. So like some of the styling of it is okay to me. It's certainly not a bad look. It's, it, this is like one of those, okay, like I get it. Like I nod my head and like keep it moving kind of thing. So yeah. it's show stopping by any means, but it is, it's nice to look at. I think it's appropriate for the event that she's at. She's not overdoing it because it's more for the musicians to sort of go like all out at the Grammys. Um, If you're an actor, I, I feel like actors tend to be a little bit more like subdued with their looks. So yeah, I think it's appropriate. 
Yeah, Third look and last look is the GLAAD Awards 2022. She is wearing Marmar Haleem. And it's just go with me on this journey, guys, because this is a hard <laughs> one to like try to describe. So this looks like a taffeta situation is what I'm going to call it. If I'm not right, don't call me out. But like it looks like a full taffeta gown that is a puff sleeve, three quarter sleeve situation, very billowy and oversized, cinched waist all the way down to the ground as it's a gown. And then she has on a pair of black sheer gloves that are full length, so full arm gloves. And at the ends of the the gloves, like where the fingers are, it is embellished with what looks like Svorsi crystals over all of the fingers. Then she has chains on chains on chains on chains that she is wearing across her neck. Like, And I'm talking like these look like like these look like ball and chain kind of chains, like very heavy, very dark. And they have piled it on to look sort of like a cowl neck almost. And then she's wearing her hair. Her hair is super cute in this. It's just half up, half down, but I just, I really like how they styled it. And they went very minimal on her makeup. It's very fresh faced. And they also, she does have earrings on, but it's just like a little drop so that there's a little bit of sparkle against her skin. Um, Definitely that necklace is like the standout moment of, this this look I like it I like the color I get the chains and in most circumstances I'd be like what are we doing like that's not something I would want to like look at or see with this look though styling's on point it's difficult I think what they've done here because I mean when I'm talking about it it's like taffeta chains sheer glove like it's a lot that I'm saying but in photos it all actually works together so I think they were pretty successful here what do you think Mm. dead <laughs> <laughs> I do like the necklace it's like a bike chain or something um, I do like the gloves I like the color of the dress it kind of reminds me of like curtains or like a um, like a duvet or something I don't it's not my favorite it looks nice. I wish like it would be shorter or like she had a belt or like some, I don't know. It just looks like she, it looks, oh, it looks like she's going to do a reveal. It looks like the like, real outfit. <laughs> like she's going to do what? A reveal. Like the real outfit's wow. underneath. <laughs> it's very Gaga reveal. Like it's, it's, that's a great way to describe it is this looks like the kind of get up Gaga wears over her outfit. Like she's wearing a bodysuit underneath and then she's going to reveal it. That's what she looks like. (laughs) I love it. So it's not, I don't hate it, but it's like, it is what it is. I like that we can agree to disagree on stuff. Cause like, I mean, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to vouch and like die on this hill for this dress. (laughs) I do like it. But like, I like that we can kind of have like opposite opinions on stuff without being like, wait, you really think that? Cause like uh, everything you just said is valid. I'm like, now that you said a reveal, I'm like, that's all I see. (laughs) So I do get it. So yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad look, but um, it's controversial. I don't even know if I want to call it that, but it's it's kind of one of those, it's going to be 50-50. I feel like either you get this look or you don't. It's sort of what happens. Yeah. 
And guys, that wraps up episode 38 of the DM where we featured the Netflix series Inventing Anna and talked about the red carpet of the stars Julie Garner, who plays Anna and Laverne Cox. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. We loved making it. And we will see you guys next time uh, for episode 39. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of The DM with Audrey, Brianne, and Tyree, where we review the Netflix series Inventing Anna. You'll find links to Inventing Anna's homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work, rate, review, and follow. Check us out on the DM.net or on Instagram at at Audrey Brianne and at Tyree Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brianne, and Tyree.